the Marvel Mar- move. I Mar- can't hear myself. Well, uh, oh, just Marvel Legacy is some of the the new um, the new concept Marvel's coming out with, and the one I'm excited about is uh, Wolverine. Oh, been one of my favorite characters. Uh, I heard that this is just in the rumor mill, but I heard Batman's parents are coming back. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard that yeah. yet. Yeah, that's and, interesting. And they're actually superheroes. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would have thought they would have been zombies. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch the? Uh, yeah, or, they're they're in the Walking it's, Dead. It's, it's, that's going to be the new Superman Walking Dead crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about Flashpoint in DC? Were you guys? Uh, did you read the Flashpoint series? No, I, I didn't. Uh, Flash went back and altered the death of oh, his mother. Yes, and, I did. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, it always makes me think of uh, when Batman's father became the Batman character, and yeah. he used guns, and he used guns <laughs> religiously, <laughs> throwing Harley basically or her what yeah. she would have been off the roof. Oh, yeah, great. I uh, like Harley. <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think like favorite character, good guy, Spider-Man, bad guy. Harley. Oh yeah, yeah. Got to be. Wrap a crazy girl in a beautiful body and give her a big, <laughs> a big hammer. <laughs> well, no, I, I like the classic one where she's dressed like a Harlequin, not the not the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad Harley is not Harley. <laughs> well, they've actually given her a new outfit many times in the oh, yeah. in the last five years. Um, yeah, and... but the worst one she showed her belly. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, it is, no, it but is like interesting. That, it changes I like that over movie time. Overall, though. Like Suicide Squad? Yeah, I enjoyed it. <sighs> yeah, it was um, yeah, not what I was It was entertaining. For. I go to the movies to be entertained, not necessarily for accuracy. Yeah, okay. And and if, it, okay, if it's compared, entertaining Compared enough, to the last Batman versus Superman, Suicide uh, Squad was... Better. Well, the interesting thing you say about accuracy, I find with the comics, is from a comic book to a movie, uh, they don't tend to go one-to-one. They... Yeah. The, the movies themselves explore a different concept, a different arc, something not unfamiliar to the comics, but not one-to-one. Uh, a lot of people have argued about that, but I think that is the the impetus for the movie, is to show something different than the comic. Otherwise, why would you take exactly what's in print and put it on the movie? Walking Dead did that about the first season. I mean, some of the screenshot or the shots on the show were... I mean, open the comic. It was exact. Yeah, but but then they di- they diverged completely. Uh, they kept characters that were more popular alive and killed off ones that weren't that are still alive in the comic. Well, on the other side, though, you have a Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, you want to see what's on the next season Game of Thrones? Just read the book. Right, but they really the, <laughs> they're the books, ahead of the books now, though. Yeah, the books. Uh, I think uh, Jon Snow has been dead a long time in uh, in, the, in the books, and Jon Snow's one back. of the he's one of the most popular characters, yeah. right? So it's just one of those adaptations of the same story. It's definitely not... Well, it's still canon in the sense that it is a story, but I wouldn't say it's... Um, you just get a lot of people arguing about this constantly. How can you guys do these? Every week. Every week. Same day? Yep. Well, actually, we're, we're going to switch to Tuesday, I think. That's neat. She's it's smart. Answering. Good marketing. <laughs> when do you uh, predict 20,000? Hard number, 20,000. Two weeks. <laughs> Actually, he's probably correct. Two or three weeks. I mean, we're so close. Can you find it on TuneIn? Or where do you find your podcast? Uh, I, we we host on Podbean. Podbean. Bean. Podbean. Okay. And uh, you can find it on iTunes and Skype and every place. Okay, cool. What once you hit like five thousand, everybody in the world. Uh, they want to pick you up. They all want to pick you up. Well, that makes sense. I, I think the customer interaction, what is that number? Uh, 10,000 to 20,000, you're more intimate with your audience. Yeah. Right. If you're a million, hey, you're not that important because you're probably not going to answer emails. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So you're at that perfect target market. We have some great listeners who write in all the time and you know give us topics. The, the, and coast, all sorts the of coasters, stuff. for example. Yeah, the coasters yeah. were given to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, guy actually made them. <laughs> we, so we, cool. we had we had one guy from the Netherlands come over and visit for a week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are really at that perfect number then. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that and go, hi, Marcel. Yeah. Yeah, hi, Marcel. Because <laughs> he'll probably be hearing this sometime in the near future. Five, four, three, two, one. Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Oh. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rupert, 
What are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Oh, like stamp collecting. Now, that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that. Yes, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely. All right, Homer. You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining. Oh, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. From Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a plenty from Poland, but none from Sudan. or from Fiji or Uzbekistan. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. Live from Studio Ring Number 8 in Asgard, this is Stamp Show Here Today, episode number 142. I'm Cash, and Magneto is misunderstood. <laughs> this is Scott, Aquaman. Because somebody has to stay behind and watch the base. <laughs> this is Tom. Worst episode ever. Oh, not even close. And I'm your Amazonian stamp mistress, Dawn. So consider yourself stuck in my lasso of truth because you don't want me to fly my invisible airplane over there, and I will. We have talked about stamp grading, how it compares to coin grading, but today we expand even further as we talk about comic book grading and how it compares to stamp collecting. So pull out your Incredible Hulk number 180 and let's get started with our guest, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hello. Uh, So let's see. Introduce myself. I'm Greg, owner of Comic Co-op. I've been uh, trading and buying comics for about eight years now and I just happened to meet these wonderful guys and they invited me to come talk about comic book grading and how it compares to stamps. I don't know if I can do a comparison very well because I know next to nothing about stamps, <laughs> but I can uh, hopefully edify you on what comic book grading involves. So we're well, at least they're both paper. <laughs> and, yes, and we're even because well, some comics have plastic covers. And we're even because we don't know much about comic book grading, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. So, Greg, I heard you are starting an actual graded comic book sales site at the end of this month. Close. Uh, not specifically just for graded comics, but for comics in general. Uh, I am doing something towards the com- or the grading realm, but it deals more with sketching, remark, and um, uh, altering the comics. But the marketplace itself is just a place to buy, trade, and sell comics. Um, probably not going to have a stamp category, but you <laughs> never know. Well, there's the Mad Magazine that has the stamps in it. Yeah, uh, which, somebody was which mentioning Which one is that, Cash? Uh, I know it's more trash. I for, It's 1964 more trash. I forget what the number is, but whenever I see them with the stamp still in them, I always buy them. <laughs> no, As a matter of fact, two of two of our listeners, uh, because last week we were discussing uh, the Dag Hammarskjöld, uh, Hammarskjöld stamp, and everybody was writing, where do I get this stamp? And I go, well, you got to find a Mad Magazine that still has the stamps in it. So... Mad Magazine uh, tried to make a comeback through Diamond, the distributor of comic books, the major distributor here in the States. They were pushing the magazines, um, but I don't think they had a uh, large enough audience, and they've since discontinued pushing them through the comic distributors. No. Huh. So great. Whereas Cracked, though, Cracked, which when I was reading Mad, you know, Cracked was sort of just that other magazine. Oh, yeah. Now Cracked is all over the internet. I mean, they really picked themselves up. They're big time now. Oh, that's interesting. So... Greg, what motivated you to actually start this kind of a sales site, and uh, why why did you see a need for it? Oh, okay. So um, I, I was a, a dabbled in comics as a kid. Something as an adult, I, I, I'm an app programmer, a database designer. Big data is uh, one of my fortes. You wouldn't think I'm directly related to a comic book guy, but turns out most nerds love comics. So um, <laughs> I kind of had to think for Deadpool. I mean, who didn't? And I wandered Still into do. a <laughs> I wandered into a comic shop that opened up near my house uh, oh, around 2007, 2008. And um, after getting to know the owner and 
seeing how comics are sold online, because I've designed so many websites and e-commerce is kind of my, uh, my backbone, I noticed that most people buy and sell on eBay. And I've described eBay a little um, disparagingly as a swap meet in a bad part of town, to say it mildly. Oh, I love and, that. <laughs> and because of that, um, I started working on how he might be able to push his data to eBay in a more automated fashion to make it more uh, maybe time effective. So I, I worked on his POS system and started to develop to push to eBay and Amazon and to manage his online sales. But before I could get the system even into beta, um, which means testing in a launch format, he went out of business. <laughs> and since I had put some time into it, I decided to uh, open up a comic dis distribution company, or not distribution, but retail shop myself. So I um, opened up an account with the major distributor, decided not to open a storefront and just do it online. But what I found is I made more money helping the other shops integrate their POS systems, the point of sale systems, the cash register, uh, through uh, an interface to allow them to sell on eBay and Amazon. So I've done that for many years and I dabbled with selling on eBay and found it just horrendous. Um, the sellers just beat you with a stick. eBay barely wants to talk to you. Uh, the fees you pay are outlandish, but the worst part is trying to find a comic book on eBay is, is an effort. The uh, search algorithm, the way to search for a comic, it literally can take you half an hour to find one darn comic. It's the same with stamps. It's oh, exactly the same with stamps. Horrendous. So then I thought, eh, well, how many people are actually buying and selling a comics on eBay? And I found out it was two million mm -hmm. for one, no, a 14-day period they sell two million comics. Yeah, that's, that's a decent chunk of trade. So I decided to um, look at the industry find out where it could be changed and altered, what aspects make sense, what don't. And I've decided the way to service this industry is a marketplace dedicated not just to comic books, specifically anything you can buy in a comic book shop. So I'm hoping to launch um, in Halloween this year. It's an odd date to choose, but what the hell. <laughs> and uh, I have about 400 shops that already have their data ready, and we should be opening, with, hopefully, fingers crossed, about 17 million comics and other various items for sale on our site. Wow. We'll, well that's a heck of an e-commerce. Well, me and Scott go to comic book shops all the time, or at least we used to. But you know, we, I do too. <laughs> we, were do, we were doing it for magic cards. Oh, God, yeah. Original magic cards are valuable. Oh, yeah. Magic the disease. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not Pokemon. If you guys were doing Pokemon, I'd be a little... I mean, original Charizard is $50,000. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's money there too. That's Aileen, my daughter. She's Poke Freak. Yeah, I I uh, have been playing since Alpha, and I have none of the cards left. And oh. it's like, <sighs> the worst thing about Magic is uh, you the decks keep changing, and there's all these rules. You can't play with this deck, yeah. but you got to play with this deck. And hey, this is open to all things. Very fun. Very complicated. Yep. Well, you mentioned something just a moment ago, and I really wanted to go over because I thought this would be a fantastic thing to integrate into stamp collecting. Sure. Uh, you were talking about, what was it, a signing service? Oh, right. Okay, so this is phase two. Um, we, we not only are working on the marketplace and a trading post, uh, which is a little bit different, but the we call it the SRSA. So it's a, sky, a sign remark sketch agency where we can take your comic remotely of email, and we can then send that off to the creative team, whichever ones you've booked a certain uh, service with, have it signed and then retroactively graded by a grading company. CGC is the, the biggest one in the comic book industry and uh, have it authenticated and sent back to the, the buyer. The power of this is the way that's done now is you have to find uh, the creative team in a format where a CGC representative, an authorized, uh, I'm an authorized member dealer, a witness, I believe is what they call it. An authorized witness can stand there and make sure that it's actually signed by the author. Then you hand your comic book over to the CGC representative. He then turns it in CGC and you get it a couple months later. The problem is, if you try to get that signed by every creative team, you would have to then bring your slabbed book. I know in stamps you don't slab them. You should. Uh, no, but when you, we do, but... <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you bring back your slab comic with the, the validated signature to get the, let's say, the inker or the, the, the cover artist to... Or Stanley. 
or stay oh god he is oh the poor guy so old his uh <laughs> i think it's like a hundred dollars to get a signature now with him wow when that uh when that gentleman passes uh just like any fantastic art his signature will be worth money mm. i mean just if it's on a comic that doesn't even make sense turns out uh, you just got me on a tangent but it's funny people will throw anything at stanley say sign it <laughs> and he has nothing to do with that comic. It's like not even no, a. He, he, and he'll he sign tell, it just for tell, fun. He tells stories about it. You know, <laughs> somebody will uh, put a Batman comic book in front of him. And he'll sign and it. And he'll sign it. And sometimes <laughs> he puts little crude notes on it yes. or something like that. But, you know, <laughs> Batman's not me. <laughs> and here's my signature. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, Stan, to have a Stanley signature is kind of. If you're a comic dork at all, uh, I don't, I'm not sure in stamps, like what is the stamp to own? To have a. Stanley signature on one that makes sense. Many people don't know he mm -hmm. introduced Spider-Man. He actually pu he pushed Spider-Man as a teenager with problems uh, to his publisher at the time. I forget what magazine. They all called him an idiot. They they refused to do Spider-Man. So eventually they put Spider-Man in the end of a series that was doing really poorly as kind of a, an add-on. Uh, I forget, Fantastical Adventures or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I forget what it is, but it's a really god... It, it, it's, it's like a $15,000 <laughs> comic book now. Oh, it was the number one selling of that dying comic book ever. Yeah. And the uh, his publisher came to him, Yeah, I knew Spider-Man was going to be great. Let's give him his own title. And Stanley's like, ugh. Uh, but what Stanley's known for, um, he never drew a damn thing, by the way. He's a storyteller. So Fantastic Four, for example, he's the first one that gave these superheroes uh, identities and, and uh, real lives. So Fantastic Four, I know it's never made a great movie. The comic's kind of fallen on the wayside. But at the time, it introduced comics as, hey, look, the people have problems and they have, they yeah. have relationships. It was kind of a game changer for... Uh, for the comic world. So he really did contribute, even though he never drew anything. And he, yeah. he, I've seen some of his drawings. I'm glad he's, you know, not known for drawing. But, uh, okay, so that big tangent, Stanley, have a signature. But, um, yeah, the SRSA is all about getting something signed, getting it graded, which is paramount in the comic industry. It, the Having a comic signed right now, and it's not witnessed, it's then considered damaged. So if you then go mm -hmm. to try to get it uh, validated, it's damaged. Well, that's with CGC, one of the other companies. They now charge you $25 to retroactively validate the signature. So there is a need for this. Uh, but what I'm going to introduce is something to do it remotely so you don't have to go to the conventions and you can maybe get the entire creative team or keep people uh, to uh, either sign, sketch, or remark the comic and have it slabbed. So we're working with CGC right now. That is not coming out in October. The logistics are crazy. And uh, the insurance is an issue, too. So we're probably not going to take books worth more than a certain amount of money. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a headache just getting that system together and uh, figuring out the postage systems and how it's going to be affected. I mean, a comic's going to sit on a, somebody's desk and yeah. spill orange juice on it. It's been signed by the other team. Yeah. What do we do? Uh, it, it's going to be fun. Well, I sent some stamps off to get autographed by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it took about six months, and Wait, then I got it back. You you get stamps signed? Yeah. Oh, do you, yeah. Do you get uh, sketches or remarks on them as well? Well, no, but... Uh, I, sometimes on, on duck stamps, I've seen them. Yeah, but what, what? that's, that's yeah. what I wanted to bring up is... In December, that is so fun. The British Post Office is putting out what they call prestige books. They're books of stamps, uh -huh. except it, it's like a page of stamps, like in a normal booklet, and then you have a page of like story, and then you have another page of stamps, and then another page of story, stuff like that. If we could get George Lucas to sign these and then auth uh, authenticate the signature because we know the chain of custody that uh, they all yeah. went through. Then you know stamp collectors could get this prestige book, which I predict is going to be a very valuable item. I mean, based on what happened with the Japanese Godzilla book. Oh, tell me, I, this is all new to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Jap Japan put out a book uh, for the 60th anniversary of Godzilla, and um, the book, the two books together were like sixty-three dollars. There were two books, and today one of those books is three hundred dollars. Nice. So they're three hundred bucks each. I think that the prestige books are going to go through the same thing. And if we could get signatures authenticated, then that's going to be an extra well, value. What this I, what Just so Greg knows, since he's not a stamp guy, what this prestige book is, is uh, Royal Mail UK 
is has released um, eight Star Wars stamps around gorgeous I, around just um, beautiful the last um, not Rogue One but um, Episode Seven. And they're just about to release in August another set. It's going to be four droids and four aliens, a set of eight stamps. And they're going to have this prestige book is going to be like 16 pages filled with not just the stamps, but also um, artwork and stories about how these creature designers come up with the droids and come up with the aliens and some of the like possibly early sketches and stuff and it's supposed to be like this 16 page book and you can get it on royal mail's website you can pre-order it now so it's like i think that's going to be really cool so if you can get star wars creators then to sign something that is totally something i think you will see outside of the realm of normal star wars collecting yeah well uh if you can get stamps signed uh, stamps aren't very large but I, I call Kylo Ren the new character, Emo Vader. So <laughs> if, oh, I like if, that. If you could have I a like stamp it. signed by one of the characters mm-hmm. over the picture, that that's crazy comic book fun. Yeah. And then uh, you're not going to have it witnessed. Uh, do you have to have the, you know, if you get that graded, you'd need to slab that sucker. That'd be well, cool. I, Absolutely. I, I've, I've worked with some of the guys who do signature authentication, authentication and... Um, I've learned kind of how they do it and what they do. And so even in stamps, like um, with the federal hunting stamps, the duck stamps, um, we a lot of collectors go for artist signed stamps. Well, that's just, that's but that's how you use them. You, the hunter signs the stamp. So you have to know the name, you have to have sample signatures, and you have to be able to authenticate the signature. And they do that for autographs of actors and politicians and all sorts of stuff as well and but the hitch um, is though that well for a person to appear on a stamp they have to be dead oh no so yeah. getting a <laughs> that, that precludes a lot of the current that, movies that does draw some of it back <laughs> i mean that's I mean, a bit of a bummer i mean i had i had some stamps where richard nixon signed them well richard nixon had a bunch of secretaries and they all signed all sorts of stuff but this turned out to actually be richard nixon's personal signature which was really cool. wasn't worth a whole lot of money, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, but we all we do this for the designers of the the duck stamps and things like that. So, um, if it was just like an actor signature, or something that we would have to turn that back over to the guys who do autographs as a for a living. That's not our specialty, but but it, we could it would do certainly it if, be something that would be cool. If, if we facilitate the signature, though, then we can do it. Then we can do it. So, like you know, you're talking about if we got a hundred prestige books, yeah, and we sent them to George Lucas and said, "Hey, George, uh, how much to sign these things?" And he goes, "I'll charge you twenty bucks each." And he goes through and char- gets them all. Then we know the chain of custody, so to speak. Just like you're talking about. Sounds like I'll need to add stamps to the SRSA. Heck with that! I'll take. <laughs> you can send ten of them off to George Lucas. I'll I'll go, I'll just drive over to Hollywood and go see if I can find uh, Harrison Ford and oh. <laughs> and you know and, and those guys in have, Wyoming or something have, like yeah. that. You know, have them each. Well, but he spent so much time in Hollywood anyway. But have each of them sign ten, so mm-hmm. you got all these different. Signatures yeah. on the different this ones. This is that's a mind blower for me that you can get stamps signed. That's so interesting. Like in the comic book realm, you can buy blanks. Do you know what those are? Yes. So uh, just for the audience, you uh, a variant of a cover just has a different picture drawn by a different cover artist. But there's also a variant known as a blank. It will literally just have the title of the comic and a big white canvas. There's nothing on this comic book. And what it's meant to do is you take it to somebody on the creative team and have them draw something on it for you. And then usually you get those graded. It's a unique art. If they put some color in there, woo, you've really scored. And uh, get that graded. And <laughs> they tend to sell them or hang them on their wall. Uh, <laughs> it'd be fun to see blank stamps. <laughs> Just say 25 cents and then go have somebody do something doodle on it. Well, actually, what I have seen in the past is, you know, stamps are printed in sheets. Yes. And they have margins over on the side. Okay. So you can have those that, those stamps along the edge. It gives you just more writing area. Ah. And they actually put out a uh, baseball stamp. And you see a lot of, and unfortunately, most of them are fake, but like 
Babe Ruth was still alive and he signed some. Ty Cobb was still alive and he signed some. Oh, yeah. But the hitch is, is that for every one Babe Ruth signed baseball stamp, there's literally maybe a hundred that are fake. Oh, no. And so, you know, having the ability to say, here's a certificate. We know this is real because we were there. We got right. this yeah. from the guy. So. Like, hey, Cash. Do, yeah. Tell Greg how uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson signed your Pluto stamp. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, well, they should tell him first that he's probably not familiar with them. They made a block of four. Two were pictures of Pluto, and two were of the, uh, the satellite, the, the Voyager sat- satellite that went out there. Oh, great. So he sent him blocks of four. Well, no, they, it was a pair of blocks of four. It was from the uh, Imperfect sheet. Press sheet. So it was two of them side by side, so he had more room to sign. He's not the one that uh, brought it down to a planetoid, is it? Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, I thought he was. Yeah. So, so that's why Just he making wrote, sure I, yeah. I knew what we were talking about. Uh what did he write? It's it's a it's not a planet. Wait, he, get, it's been demoted. Cash. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's yeah. In, he's, inf- he's infamous now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's how he actually signed Cash's stamps. It's been demoted. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. With his signature, it was awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And, and how I did it was, uh, I sent him that. I sent him an envelope. I sent him a stiffener, and I sent him the pens. A stiffener? Yeah, a, a cardboard so that it would survive the return trip. Oh, right. The okay. Mail. And I also included the pen for him to sign it. Because <laughs> it's a black, it's a, That's yeah, it's fun. a, yeah, a so, black stamp. So you sent him the uh, well, silver one, right? Well, yes. Yeah. And, but I, more than that, and you know this, is Sharpie signatures are worth more than ballpoint pen signatures. Yeah, uh, even the colored Sharpies are worth more, like the uh, silver ones and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the SRSA does not say comics, so uh, we will definitely talk about stamps. Like, I would love a little <laughs> Star Wars logo stamp where the whole, <laughs> as many as you could, put little tiny signatures on it. Oh, that'd be so rad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The U.S. just did the Star Trek stamps not terribly long ago. Oh, nice. And terribly. Are, and terribly. Are you, guys <laughs> want, are you guys watching Discovery? Fantastic. Star Trek Discovery? Oh, I hate you guys. None of I, I haven't I, gotten into it because I don't want to pay for the service. Oh, yeah. right. Well, I, I have I, ways around that. I, <laughs> I, I saw the... Uh, yeah, let's not put that we'll, on the air. I, I, we'll we'll I talk saw off the, the air. <laughs> I saw the pilot episode. Of course, you know, they get halfway through and it, then they... It gets better the third one. Ah, so I, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything except the first episode because they actually did air that on CBS. No, that's right. They did. Oh, but I, I, but I thought, you know... Eh, I'm not going to pay for the all access, but uh, if if they had it on the air, I'd be watching it. Yeah, it's it's the it's the trend in the industry, unfortunately. Have have you, have you seen the Orville? Oh yeah, well I I, I can't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've been watching that series. We started I, watching Orville it. too on you on Greg's. <laughs> if you guys watched it, like we got it, and it's like oh, it's so hysterical. Yeah, so it, it is funny. Well, it's it's Galaxy Quest, right? It's right. just Galaxy Quest, which was one of my favorite times going to a movie. Oh yeah, now, I think we're a bit off topic. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going. There to, is no topic. I'm going to I'll, go off topic I'll, I'll only get... because uh, me and Don are binge watching something which is kind of cool. It's called the IT Crowd, and it's a British thing. Oh, I it's, don't know. Uh, it's about computer guys in uh, Britain, and it's called the IT Crowd. Just if you have Netflix or something, it's. Very, very, very funny. Don't get me started. I could name five things you need to watch. Silicon Valley, Hulk Catch Fire. I mean, there are so many shows like this. But uh, I'll check that one out. British. That's neat. They always have that awkward, fun humor, don't they? Oh, but Richmond is great. When we we started it, you guys were were discussing the first appearance of Spider-Man. It's uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15. Uh, Yeah, that's that's it. it. That's August of 1962. And that was meant to be the final issue because it was performing so uh, poorly. Yeah. How about comic book stamps? By the way, what comic book heroes have been on stamps? There's at least two because I know there's one for Marvel and one for DC. So if you look at this, you can see how much uh, signature room, let's say, you have. Yeah, not much, but uh, mm. some of them are just covers, uh, actual covers. That well, is great. These, these, yeah. are, these yeah. are actually oh. summer characters, summer covers. Well, but if you got the whole sheet, you got the uh, you got the superheroes well, yeah, uh, banner all... at the top. You could have people sign. Yeah, exactly. You, so you, you, you have signatures at the, the top. You did, the, did the whole sheet instead of just individual stamps. Yeah. And who's who's the guy who just played Wonder Woman? Gal, oh, Gal, Gal Gadot. Gadot. Yeah. Oh my God, Gal Gadot. Yeah, I love <laughs> Wonder Wonder Woman was great. 
Oh, uh, there's a documentary coming out. You guys need to watch it. Um, don't know the title specifically, but it's something, something, and the Wonder Woman. And it's about the guy who created Wonder Woman and how mm. he had a oh. mistress and a, a whole... He based Wonder Woman on his mistress, I guess. Uh, pretty pretty interesting uh, stuff there. It might be fun just to kind of see that some of that makes an interesting lore. concept for the, the uh, lasso of truth with a guy who's yeah. got a mistress. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, this, this stamp collection you're showing me, uh, what I find interesting, that the crossover of comics, you could easily take the stamp and have that creative, uh, whoever did this cover art, sign it. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. tradable in the comic world now. Yes. I mean, that's a direct correlation. If that was slabbed in at a comic show, uh, at Comic-Con, a true collector would want that. Oh, well, yeah. Hands down. You, you know, we were talking earlier at lunch, and, and you didn't know how stamps would apply to your world of comic books. And this is a great example of why, you know, how do you get new collectors? Well, collectors can, would, it doesn't matter what they're interested in. If they're interested in comic books, here's, you know, comic book stamps. And this is just one sheet. Except they have Plastic Man. <laughs> oh no Plastic Man was cool yeah. <laughs> he was so lame but yeah. we were so young at the time he's like he's cool but oh my if I had uh, these covers here these issues in, oh, in well, yeah. great well, condition oh my love yeah. and goodness yeah <laughs> but you know you're, you you're asking how it would how it would relate and how it it's, would cross over it's a one to one no. absolutely yeah. I'm actually surprised I haven't seen this at the con. Uh, I get free tickets to Comic-Con every year. Don't hate me. Just because I have a business. <laughs> oh, no. I love and, going to Comic-Con. Yeah, it's great. Oh, uh, yeah. Getting do, tickets. Do you get they extra sell tickets? Out. Yeah, oh, yeah. About seven every year. I, they, I um, want our stamp shows to be more like Comic-Con. People out there, if you're a stamp show promoter, look at Comic-Con and say, we can do this with stamps. We can do it easily with stamps. The, How do we get people to cosplay as a stamp? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I okay, everything. No. Every, okay, everything but that. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually really intrigued with this now. If you had some of these comic hero stamps and had them signed, you just increase their value, and it's such an odd collectible. Uh, I, I think people would really go for that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Are these um are these current? Uh, current. No. I'm talking comic terms here. Uh, when did this come out? Oh, ten, that, then that would be ago. that would be current in the comic yeah. industry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's current current in stamps Cur too. Current is <laughs> in. They weren't released this year though. Yeah. Yeah. But they just did the um, the Batman stamps weren't all that long ago. Right. Oh, those Batman stamps. They're was, fantastic. What, two they years have, ago. Yeah. They oh, have yeah. four designs. Uh, they have Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, and then they have the modern. Oh, that's the, great. The brand new one. Yeah. And they have four of them. Get Ben Affleck to sign that one. Oh, that would be, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I'd want George Clooney to sign mine. Well, you have. It was a fun one, wasn't it? Did he have, have the new four of them? Was it George Clooney that had the suit with the nipples? It was horrible. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I hate to bring it up, but Adam West, he... Oh, he just recently passed. He just passed yeah. away. Yeah. He got really fun in his old age. He was uh, oh, just he a was great, great part of pop culture and Fantastic. just played it off. Uh, I was talking to somebody recently, if you want me to to talk about it. they uh, I didn't realize, but that show, that Batman show, when it was airing, people would rush home from college to go watch it. They'd have parties. It was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, big, yeah. funny goofiness. Um, oh, it, yeah. It kind of hurt Batman for a bit, mm -hmm. in the sense, but it also set him up for uh, the rebirth of what we got oh, yeah. and, and how you know vicious oh, Batman I, can actually I, be. I used to watch that all the time. I, I had a friend who, who introduced me to it, and my parents wouldn't wouldn't let me watch that type of TV. <laughs> so oh, so yeah. I, I would always... Hey, let's go over to your house and, and we'll watch Batman. I still, my favorite image is him on his uh, ladder, his rope ladder with the shark. Shark repellent. Yeah, yes. with the shark on his leg. Yeah, I actually know quite a bit of trivia about that darn show. <laughs> and then the second one where he's running around with the bomb. <laughs> trying to throw the bomb out. I think that one, the shark repellent one was from the movie, one of their movies. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I think they both were. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. They asked the uh, the boy wonder I forget the actor's name what was the uh, goofiest thing he ever said you know uh, holy Lord. what and he yeah. he thought for a moment he said holy typewriter Batman <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they have had quite a few comic book uh, issues also a lot of Disney oh I can imagine so you know you, you know it just popped in my head looking at this sheet getting Jason Momoa to sign uh, the Aquaman stamp. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. that's a funny thing. Although yeah. he's not going to look anything like that. Uh, but. Aquaman was rebranded in the new 52s around 2011, and <laughs> it was kind of a bet in the DC thing. How can they take this goofy character and make him badass? And they did. Uh, look at Get Flashpoint. Jason Momoa to make <laughs> <laughs> Well, they made him a, a hyper-strong character, a leader of Atlantis, could destroy the world in uh, a Flashpoint. Yeah, uh, Aquaman's really coming to his own. But I know Aquaman from this geeky yeah. comic. Uh, no, the cartoon when I was a where kid. Where he could talk to fish. <laughs> yeah, where he talked to fish and they'd be flying, oh, yeah. uh, swimming around. It was so cheesy. Oh, yeah. It was the cartoon that you watched before the actual cartoon you right. wanted to see absolutely. came on. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. No, uh, poor, poor Aquaman. <laughs> but yeah, he's coming to his own. Uh, that is quite an actor, isn't he? No, there was a. They had a little funny comic, and uh, they had everybody there in Aquaman. And Aquaman called, and this whale jumps through the window and says, "What do you need?" <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, <what> <laughs> I hope uh, your stamp audience isn't too annoyed with all our comic book uh, talk. No, not at all. Well, but the U.S. isn't the really isn't the only one that no, is not even comic, no. comic book stamps. Oh, you're kidding? No, no. Uh, uh, Netherlands issues quite a few, quite, quite a few, but, but they're they're, they're all their regionals. Is but they're based on a lot of the hand drawn, like what we would consider newspaper comics. Well, like oh, I said, oh right, okay, comic strips. Well, right. no, uh, like I said. Uh, Asterix and Obelix when I was growing up. Are you from France? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. but I had a friend who was from Germany. Oh, okay. So he brought over all the Asterix and Obelix comics. And he they were on stamps. Just in the United States, everybody goes, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you have Gaulish guys running around defeating Roman legionaries. It's like, well, I don't know. That's your history, not ours. Well, now I'm dying to know if somebody, if there's some a collector out there who has a large comic book stamp collection. That what a great uh, thing to display. Mm. That's interesting. We yeah, start it I kind of want one now. But you know, <laughs> darn you people, I'm going to start collecting comic book stamps. But, no, but, that'd be a great thing for the conference room. All the comic book stamps from all over the world, and then mm -hmm. like, look at that one. See the signature? That tiny signature we got assigned. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing is, you know, when you start sending out comic books, send out these sheets of stamps. That, yeah, yeah. Well, generally with the SRSA, they sign, they send the comic to us. Uh, it's oh, not something well. we supply, but we were thinking about doing that. Yeah. Uh, buying backlog of modern comics, and uh, so if, if they want something signed, mm -hmm. it's easier for us to pull a nine eight from the shelf rather than them have to send it to us. But yeah, this stamp thing's got me spinning. Uh, this came out years ago. Has there been anything in the last year or so? Well, Wonder, there's two Wonder of Woman these. just came out, didn't it? Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Right. And uh, there was a Superman. Yeah, they've done Superman, they've done Batman, they did Wonder Woman, they did... There's, did, there's did been was a Wonder Woman this oh, year? Oh, yeah, they did. Yes, they did the same format with Wonder Woman that they did with Batman. They had a bronze, silver, and uh, gold age, and then the modern one, which isn't actually the modern one, because the modern one is the gal in the movies. But, you know, it's the modern gal comic Godot. book one. Yeah. So, uh, here's a funny question. Where would I go to buy these? How do you know they're coming out? I know everything about, well, not everything, but I know a lot about pop culture and comic books, video games. I didn't know these stamps were coming out. That's that's really <laughs> annoying me. So <laughs> how, how do I keep in the loop? Oh, we can ah. listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good I mean, answer, Cash. I mean, it's just just know somebody who's in stamps, and you'll kind of yeah, just you, you'll eventually absorb where to find these and oh, and great, one more thing them. to learn, but. But you know, it's another part of stamp collecting is is the social aspect, and there's a lot of collectors out there who are totally antisocial. It's something they do to withdraw from daily life, whereas you know yeah, we, we kind of I embrace don't. it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the topical collecting, like collecting comic book art on stamps, is uh, one way to collect. I mean, the classic collectors generally collected by country. Mm. Or something like, or by, or even more specific, just certain time periods. But you know, this is the more popular way to collect now is the topical collecting. It's so the way a most theme of some sort, right? And that's the way most new well, collectors get into well, it. Well, it's exactly the same with comic books. How many people do you know who want one of every comic book? Uh, you not every comic book, but in a series, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about, about series. See, that's the difference. Uh, in comic books, everybody you'll want. All the Spider-Man, and then you'll pick up when they they were on other. Oh right, series. okay, crossovers, things like that. Crossovers I have, and things. I have but a Deadpool collection that shames everyone. Yeah. I think I have 
every appearance of Deadpool ever, period, three times over. Uh, well, see, yeah, I'm getting ready to sell that. Uh, that'll be on the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> so shameless that, plug. That's that's one type of collector. But think about another collector who wants one of every single comic book, DC and Marvel. So one Wonder it Woman, one would, Spider-Man, it would one be Batman. All, I, I, all of them. I mean, they want all of them. It well, would, it would if be you think almost about it, impossible. there's about 400 comics produced monthly uh, around, give or take. Yeah. And that's currently, go back to the 80s, it might have been higher. Uh, I think there could be 7 million plus comics. Yep. That's a lot of storage. Well, and, that, that's like that's somebody it, trying to collect worldwide stamps today. That's exactly Bag what Bag and boarded, yeah. that's about 2.6 ounces each. You yeah. do the math. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, 20 cargo containers. Yeah, so that's the exact same thing. The stamp collectors don't collect every single stamp. You can't. You it's can't. Just it's not possible. Not, yeah. You don't have enough time in the universe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what so it, you have every country, right? So, not just so uh, people, what is it? So people pick been, um, what they want to collect, and you know, they put, collect topics, they collect a country. But even when you select a country, you don't collect every stamp from that country. You don't collect only, like front of the book and airmail, so you don't collect all the revenues and oh, right, okay. well, customs. Aren't there only aren't there uh, only two, aren't there only like two people who have completed a U.S. collection? Yes. Yeah. There's only, yes. Yeah. That means every stamp ever issued by the U.S. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And even some that weren't. <laughs> so, so like, so like, but they, like they've been two people. proven to be yeah two people. Well, but they get they get the stuff that's not issued too, like the essays, the proofs, yeah, yeah. the stuff before the stamp is actually. Oh, is that like released? when the coin comes out and it's all polished? It's the proof of the right. coin. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. They they do the same thing in stamps, or at least they did. I don't know if they're still doing that these days. They actually have proofs of comics. Uh, I mm-hmm. have some. They basically will release on a rigid piece of pile board or cardboard or whatever it is, uh, not cardboard, but uh, the cover of an upcoming series or whatnot, and they'll hand those out, or they'll hand out ash cans, a uh, little version of the comic, smaller, usually ash can to be thrown away, but it turns out they're collectible. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> well, who knows? But that's, well, that's the definition of a collector, is that's the st- type of stuff that they're looking for, is the stuff to augment the stuff that's readily available. That's why I'm thinking well, that stamp thing is interesting. You know, the same thing goes, um, I have uh, Disney pins that are stamped, the back of them are stamped AP or PP for artist proof or production proof. There yeah. are I have proof pins. That's cool. And they actually, what they did is they just took the little, uh, little engraver's letters and just, you know, hammered the yeah. letters in the back so you know it was a proof. Yeah. On comic books, the first appearance of a person is you generally speaking the most expensive or the most valuable the most collectible the if most that, collectible if that uh that character becomes something like right now uh crazy example the free comic book day last year no god 2013 in one of the dc ones with thanos they had the first appearance of his little general uh, a naughty guy i can't remember his name he's going to be in the upcoming movie and now everybody's buying this comic that was given away for free a number of years ago for $20, $30 a cover. Yeah. I think yeah. I still have like 500 of them sitting in the warehouse somewhere. <laughs> you know, could we buy them by the cases? So. Cha-ching. Uh, on the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing. We uh, we had the same thing with stamps. You Instead of a first appearance, it's the first day of issue. You're, you were saying that and something about getting canceled on the first day right. as well? Right. You want to get the right. stamp for the first day that it was issued. Well, well most, we sort of screwed the pooch on that mo- one. Most stamps in this country have a, a ceremony nowadays. Uh, they didn't used to, but they do now. They have a specific date that they're going to be released, and they have a, a little ceremony, and a bunch of postal officials get up there, and maybe and a celebrity. And sometimes they have cake. Maybe a celebrity. Maybe <laughs> they serve cake. Um, I went to one at the San Diego Zoo when they issued one for uh, reptiles and they had um, uh, the guy, the, the funny guy from Full House, I can't remember his name. Bob Saget? Bob Saget. No, no not Bob Saget. Um, the other funny guy. Yeah, the one that made the all Canadian the different. The Canadian one? The one that guy, the guy that made all the different sounds. Right, I can't remember. I can picture his dumb face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, he got up there and he did a bunch of stuff and at the end of the ceremony, I gathered as many programs as I could and I found one of each of the they only put one they have five different stamps and they only put one on the program oh nice so I collected a bunch of programs I got one of each different one and I had him sign them all that's oh. so door collecting it's awesome <laughs> Dave Dave Coulier ah there you yeah, go that's yes good. and I had him sign each one and I probably have the only set because I'm the only guy that stood there and waited <laughs> for him to uh, finished talking to whoever he was talking to. That'd be funny if he remembered you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny. But um, uh, so I have that at home. And first day cover 
the ceremony program are they are collectible, but not a not a lot of people collect them. Not yet. Not yet. But you know, I have a unique set, all signed by this comic. So I know maybe somebody who wants to have, uh, and I think I have a picture with him as well. But which I should find. Yeah, that would Just actually add to the uh, the verification the of it. Yes. Yeah. The validation. But, what, what would um, you call that, actually? Authentication? Provenance. Yeah, provenance. Provenance. Uh, provenance. But um, that's, you know, the, the first day of issue. And then outside of the venue, they had the stamps for sale, and they had postal employees there with the cancelers, and you could just buy a sheet and have it canceled, or you could buy the stamps and put them on envelopes and have them canceled. But you have them there, and it's got a special cancel. It might say first day of issue. It might say uh, something else might be a uh, pictorial design that would uh, be related to the issue, something like that. But that's that's what he's talking about is the first day of issue. So now, what, so now what you need to do, I, I just I just figured out the connection here. Now the next time a superhero stamp gets issued, you make first day covers of it, you send them to Greg, and Greg sends them off and has the artist make cachets on the envelope. Maybe if the, if the artist is oh right, uh, it looks like they're reprinting original art in this one I'm looking at, but they may have new art for some of the comic oh, yeah. the stamps oh, in the yeah. future. You know they will, yeah. By the way, um, okay, so in the comic realm, you can get original art for um, that's reduced down to put in the panels for the comic. So uh, I was watching a story a guy had Fantastic Four, one of the original panels walking around with still had the the notes on the side uh, the margins. Uh, brought up to a booth. It turns out it was worth $4 million. He had no <laughs> idea. Uh, Stan, Stan Lee even validated. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my writing. And this guy just had it in a little <laughs> paper portfolio. They didn't have any idea what he had. Uh, but the original art is a, is a one of a kind, whereas the comic book itself is produced in the hundreds of thousands yeah. sometimes. So can you get original art for stamps? Does that exist? Occasionally you can. Usually it goes into the Postal Service right. archives. That's the tough part Jerks. today. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally they'll clean out the archives, and they might sell stuff off because they want to add something else to their collection that is, or that they deem is worth. You know, if, especially if they have multiple copies of something. You know, if they have two copies of something, they might sell something to acquire something they don't have. Um, you know, they have things that were never issued. They have things that uh, you well, never they, see but yeah, you also have, have progressive proofs and yeah you have concept art and you have progressive proofs and you have trial colors and all sorts of other things that they may have and you know most stamps back in the day were printed a single design but it was the whole sheet and so they might have a sheet and so they might be willing to cut up the sheet and sell part of it so that they could buy something they don't have yeah, but it's not something that you should really... The newer stuff... You're looking for it, you're never right, going to find it. Right, The newer stuff, a lot of that is the artwork is digital. Yeah. And so there's not going to really be, unless they print out a file, there's not really going to be any original artwork. That's true in the comic <laughs> industry as well. A lot's gone digital. The but, original but thumb are, drive. But there are some. Like the, the duck stamps... They have a duck stamp contest every yes. year. Where you seem to love these duck stamps. <laughs> well, no, but it's a good example because it's it, the it's the only stamp that they actually have a competition every year that artists enter. Oh, and that makes a lot of the sense. Okay, now the, I understand. The winner of the contest. It's the only one. Right. It's the only stamp that's done like this, and it's been done since its inception. Right in the thirties. Oh, that that uh, lends a question here. So a uh, cover artist is a big deal. It's a big metadata about a comic following an artist, uh, getting a variant with that cover artist because he's my favorite. Do you guys follow the artists of stamps? Is Absolutely. That a, oh, really? Absolutely. Well, some do, and they are listed in the catalog for the most part. There's so many similarities. You know, yeah. back, back in the day, a lot of times, because stamps were printed, uh, majority of the stamps were printed by the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, and so they had artists on file or on staff that, that would do the the artwork and they would submit it and through the approval change all the way up to the postmaster so general like Callie and his father did but what about 40 no, stamps that, that's later oh. that's later these these people were employed by the bureau of engraving printing did they ever get credit oh yeah yeah okay yeah and a lot of times they they might get their initials on the in the borders of the sheet or something like that um the engravers certainly would um the guys who engraved like certain parts of the design. Some would engrave the vignette, some would engrave the 
like the scroll work or the anyway uh some they they would get credit on the on the plate some printing plate sometimes but um nowadays with the private printers they use all sorts of different they accept artwork from other people and they contact artists and things like that who they think can provide artwork to their vision for the stamp. And so certainly those artists are, are living today and you can get them signed. Uh, one artist in particular, Chris Kelly, he shows up at national shows quite a bit. His father also designed stamps. Uh, his father's since passed, but um his father designed a few stamps and he's designed quite a few stamps. So if you know what he is designed, you can certainly go to go up to him at a show and have him sign stuff. He signs stuff all the time. I'm constantly amazed at uh, these different subcultures and the aspects you have no idea about until you chat with some guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly an eye opener. Well, thanks for being with us, Greg. This was really interesting. Thanks for having me. Are we petering out cash? No, we're going to end abruptly. If you can spit oh, it okay. out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Don. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show here today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper@gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. WC Stamps offers premium U.S. classic and rare stamps on eBay. They make sure that 90% of their inventory is always the lowest price listed. They also accept the best offers. Just search WC Stamps, all one word on eBay. Thank you for your support of the show. Episode ever. Oh, not even close.